Ladies and gentlemen, Crystal Clear Industries, in association with Rhinestone Radio Podcasts, is proud to present Old Hollywood Realness. Brought to you in vibrant podcastoscope for your listening pleasure. Join your hosts Kathleen Null and Philip Estrada as they recap Hollywood's dazzling darlings one film at a time. And now, please sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. So you went bowling tonight, huh? I did. It was like the first time I've been bowling since like uh probably before 9/11. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's I just Ooh, did that date me? That date. I, I just didn't know that that was going to be your uh your bookmark for the last time you're bowling. Sorry. Anyway, okay. Arm, toes hurt. Um, cool. <laughs> no, I um, actually. Yes, sorry. No, cool. Um, hi guys, <laughs> welcome hi. to Old Hollywood Realness. <laughs> this is the podcast dedicated to the glitz and glamour of Tinseltown's golden era. I'm Philip Estrada. I'm Kathleen Hall. And we just wanted to drop in real quick before this episode to do a little intro and explain what the hell we're doing with these next few episodes. <laughs> We're so excited. Yeah, because we're launching for for the next three months. Because the weather's getting warmer, we thought we'd do what we're calling the sexy sailor. What we're calling the sexy sailor summer series. (laughs) You know what? We are so blindsided by the goddamn sunshine of the Pacific Northwest because it's. It's been about eight months of just palpable gloominess, and I think Ugh, we're a little been a blind, tough winter. Just, just blindsided. We we can't even speak right now with how much. Yeah, it's... we are still looking at sunset, and it is uh, nine eighteen p.m. We're kind of freaking out. It's right pretty dope. It's amazing. Yep. So we're bringing you for the next three months. We're bringing you movies that are all nautical in theme. Sailors. Yes. Say vessels on the high seas, all of these very aquatic movies. It's gonna be salty, sandy. It's <laughs> gonna be great. And sex and um, real. Yeah, so that. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> I said sex and real. <laughs> noted okay so well buckle up and get ready for that for the next three months this can be exciting right yes absolutely i've had some Can't beers wait. did you i've had beers too oh good oh thank god alas we can share everything okay we're super excited about this series y'all it's gonna be our whole summer and We're a little in our cups right now, but I want you to know you should enjoy this. This is our this is our kickoff episode. Uh, Unfortunately, when we recorded it, um, the sound issues were not that great. But I'm really stoked because my sister's with me, and my sister's my best friend, and that means she's Philip's best friend. We're all (laughs) friends. It's great, and um, it's a fabulous episode it's so goddamn funny we just had some sound issues so please be patient with us because all of this will improve throughout the summer and um 
Oh my gosh, we are so excited about this series. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so the sound quality is not terrible. It's just not what you're used to. So just be fair yes. warning. It'll be back to normal next episode, okay? Yes. All right. You guys have a wonderful summer. And thanks so much for listening. Stay Bye. cool. See you in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> You never say the word recording. <laughs> I mean, recording. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I had to fire the producer. Is that okay? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I know. <laughs> times are tough. We're in lean times now, so we just can't afford a producer. <laughs> I know. Retail is crazy right now. <laughs> uh, no. It's bananas. Um, anyhow. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, so, how you doing? Pretty good. Uh, oh. We're, uh, you know, just um, doing our, again, our long-distance recording for yeah. our old Hollywood realness. And, right. uh, and uh, except uh, I'm way over in uh, gorgeous Sun River, Oregon. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. As Kathleen Nall just said, this is Old Hollywood Realness, the podcast dedicated to all the glitz and glamour of Tinseltown's golden era. Oh, yeah, I'm Kathleen Nall. I told the shot. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be back after this commercial. (laughs) Okay. Well, um, so you're on vacation, which is awesome. Yeah. It's been pretty cool. Um, I ended up meeting my sister and her friend out in Sun River. I've never been here before. We've actually all never been here before. So um, it's been pretty, it's pretty neat. It's very, uh, very, very different from where I live. It's, Lots of desert and, um, well, I guess like high desert. It's very sunny and dry oh, nice. and kind of woodsy. It's very pretty. Is it on the eastern side of the state? Um, more like central. Oh, okay. Like it, I would say it's about, it's, it's like central Oregon and it's like um, southeast of Portland. Oh, nice. Like, yeah, just kind of like near the Deschutes Forest. Ooh. I know. They got I good know, beer. I know because I drove through it today. Yeah. <laughs> they got good beer coming out of Deschutes. They do pretty good are you drinking that now is that what's that no actually wait what am i drinking right now (laughs) i'm drinking (laughs) 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 drinking cascade lakes hop smack it's an ipa yeah very nice um (laughs) cool um so well without further ado i feel bad we got a special guest today (laughs) she's (laughs) i've been very quiet i don't want (laughs) to i don't want to hurt her feelings any longer (laughs) Um, uh, why don't you introduce her, Kathleen? Because you know her better. Yeah, I'm introducing my sister, Monica, who's here today with me. And she's here to review um, the first in our series, our summer series. That's right. It's our <laughs> Sexy Sailor Summer Series. Woo! Woo-hoo! I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> I'm also really terrified, so I'm hoping I'll mess up. I've been trying to keep quiet this whole time. So uh, you did great. Look, you're already, you're already doing great. <laughs> <laughs> great. Awesome. Uh, so this is the first of our Sexy Sailor Summer Series, and this is the film On the Town from 1949, um, starring Gene Kelly as Gaby, Frank Sinatra as Chip, Jules Munchen as Ozzy, Vera Allen as Ivy Smith, Ann Miller Ann Miller, Ann Miller, <laughs> as Claire Hudson, 
<laughs> and Betty Garrett, who is amazing, as Hildy Esterhazy. Now, um, I just heard a tiny yeehaw that came from Monica, and that's right, Catherine. <laughs> Why is that? It, well, thank you for asking. Um, it just so happens that Miss Ann Miller is also from Texas, like we are. Oh. And so, indeed, yeehaw. Yeehaw, yeah. indeed. Yeehaw. Miss <laughs> Miller. Hey, <laughs> awesome. Um, didn't know that. Um, so, like I said, this is from 1949. It's from MGM. It's a musical, clearly. And uh, the directors are Gene Kelly and Stanley Donan. And the costumes are designed by Helen Rose, who is awesome. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Very accomplished costume designer, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I have some quick background notes on Helen Rose, which I called from many, many sources. Awesome. that were put together by this wonderful website that's really small and not many people heard of it. It's called Wikipedia. And, what? Um, <laughs> Don't share all your secrets. Well, it's a great resource. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, anyhow, so the basically, I didn't know a lot about her to begin with other than the fact that she has done a ton of amazing movies and she's um, awesome. But uh, apparently she moved in Los, moved to Los Angeles in 1929 where she began designing costumes for the Franchon um, and Marco company. And I don't know if you remember this, but they were the company basically that spawned the movie Footlight Parade that we That's did earlier. Right. Um, so she was actually designing costumes for them when she first got out to Los Angeles. And they did, of course, the movie prologue for the movie theaters all over U.S. And then um, right after the crash, they actually kind of consolidated their company and only did uh, stage shows in Los Angeles. So she was kind of their Los Angeles costume designer, which is wow. pretty dope. Love that. And uh, then she started designing for 20th Century Fox for two years in the early 40s and then moved to MGM in 43 after Adrian's departure, which then she was promoted to chief designer in the late 40s. And um, she, of course, is most notable for um, designing the wedding gowns of Grace Kelly when she married Princess of the Monaco and Elizabeth Taylor's gown when she married Conrad Hilton. Uh, she was nominated for 10 Academy Awards and won two for The Bad and the Beautiful in 1952 and I'll Cry Tomorrow in 1955. Amazing. I know. Oh, my gosh. I haven't even won one. Uh, yes, not yes, yet. Yes, I've been trying so hard. <laughs> Every year I get overlooked. <laughs> Denied again. I know, always a bridesmaid. <laughs> or in my case, always not nominated. <laughs> um, so a uh, little history on On the Town. On the Town was based on a stage musical from 1944 with music by Leonard Bernstein and book and lyrics by Betty Comden and Adolph Green. Um, I actually really love that Betty. Um, there's a, a female writer for the, for the lyrics I in this. Too. I'm like, yeah, down with the patriarchy. That's <laughs> 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 um, something you hear about that often. That's no, sure. I think that's pretty cool. Um, and then a lot, it's um, funny because a lot of the original score and songs by Bernstein were dropped except for New York, New York, the Miss Turnstiles Ballet and Come Up to My Place. And then the balance of the score was replaced by um, Roger Edens and Lenny Hayton, who ended up winning an Oscar for the score of this movie, which is kind of shitty. Ouch. It's like, ah, <laughs> bummer. Um, but yeah, apparently he was like not 
too happy about that and kind of went on like a tirade about the movie and stuff. So I don't blame him. Um, Yeah. uh, And this is the first uh, studio film, musical film to be filmed on location in New York City. And mainly that was the request of Gene Kelly and Ann Miller who begged for this movie to be made on location. (laughs) Yeah. I heard it was like, like she, she really, it was like an excuse for her to take it. She'd never been to New York before, which Mm. kind of blows my mind because I would think that someone like her had, gone but that was like her excuse to like get a trip out of to new york out yeah, of it I don't blame <laughs> and out of the studios i don't blame her either it's like actors who take jobs just so that they could go to the location they're like i want to oh, go yeah. to africa i want to go to romania <laughs> <laughs> well, i don't know but you know what the heck is that i don't know <laughs> people do vampire movies like, that's oh. what i was about to say vampires yeah. i want to go where the vampires are <laughs> kate beckinsale <laughs> Awesome. So why don't we just launch right into this, Mobro? Sure. Yeah. Well, um, on the town, it's um, the movie is about three sailors, uh, Gaby, um, who's Gene Kelly, Chip, Frank's, who's Frank Sinatra, and Ozzy, who's uh, Jules Munchen. And they're uh, hauling ass off the ship because they only get 24 hours of shore leave. So it starts off literally like with a little timestamp that says 6 a.m. And um, there's this like dock worker who's sort of slowly like singing and waking up the morning. And then this, this uh, you know, bell goes off and then all these sailors start pouring out and um and the three of them sing new york new york um and and there's a whole sightseeing montage and they go to all the city's major tourist attractions and they sing and um when the song ends gaby and ozzy have enough uh seeing sights and now want to score <laughs> i'm ready now want to score some poon tang <laughs> i'm trying to read <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm and sorry. So. I know, but that's true. That's okay. Fine. They're scoring food dang. All right. Okay. Well, a little <laughs> a little peek behind the curtain is that we uh, we wrote out a little like synopsis script, and I didn't realize that <laughs> these jokes would come. I should have taken out the jokes. Oh, that's no, fine. I'll just roll with them. Okay. And then <laughs> the next one says uh, Chip suggests they find dates and take them to museums. Two birds, one stone. <laughs> <laughs> KB and Ozzy thinks that this idea blows, so they jump on the subway to head to Uptown, and KB sees a poster announcing Miss Turnstiles, Ivy Smith, Vera Ellen. Yeah, so the beginning of the movie is is so is clearly fun and like the most iconic scene of the movie because all the guys are like it's like the New York New York scene you know scene and it's there doing the whole you know song and stuff and running around town and going uptown and downtown and on a boat on on the ferry to see the Statue of Liberty and Which, uh, Staten Island. Anyone who's even visited New York knows this is physically impossible. I love it. Wait, didn't the next timestamp or something, wasn't it like an hour and a half later or yeah, something? Pretty much. And yeah. I'm like, there is absolutely no way you would ever get anywhere in an hour and a half. Oh, they were like at like I think at one point they were at the Empire State Building. They went to Rockefeller Center. They went to um the Statue of Liberty. It was like all these places where I'm just like, no. <laughs> An hour and a half, you're not going to see shit. Not even in 1949 would that have happened. <laughs> Hollywood magic. I know. But then they get on the subway, which was adorable because those ladies are all like having their like, so I says to Mabel, I says moment where. Oh, yeah. I yeah, love. Smack oh, in her gum. I love that. One of the ladies like made her face so small. Like she like scrunched it up. And I was like, what? 
What is she doing? <laughs> well, I never. Oh my god! Well, but I. Really? T- but seriously though, there's some amazing. Um, the best thing about living in New York is overhearing conversations, and especially when someone's on the phone, it's the best. It's the absolutely yeah. the best. <laughs> I kid you not. One time I was walking home in Brooklyn, and I heard this woman on her cell phone, and all I heard was, "Who say they don't like pork chops?" <laughs> and I was like, I literally was like, I don't disagree with you, but I want to know how did you get there in this conversation? I feel like, did you play that game I called Crazy or Bluetooth? Yeah. Where you were just like, all right, until you saw the Bluetooth and you were like, well, I don't know. You're disheveled enough. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, so so conversa- overhearing conversations is the best, and that's what they were doing on the um, the subway. And that's when they spot the um, the poster for um, announcing Mrs. Turnstiles. Mrs. Miss Turnstile. She's an unmarried woman uh, for that month. Um, and it's Ivy Smith, like you were saying. And there, of course, Gaby's immediately smitten because she's a real New York glamour girl. And then they go down and review all the interests of Miss Turnstile, and then it becomes the Miss Turnstile's ballet. And I loved some of the points on the the the, the poster, which I was like, "There's so much text on that poster." I'm like, "Shouldn't it just been something like just like a Kichi's cake shot where they could I like?" Know. It's like there's so much information. It's like she's a homebody, but she loves high society. She loves the army, but her heart belongs to the navy. Show she, us her game. I know. It's like, and it's just a headshot. It's like. I know. It's like what? <laughs> like how does anybody care about this? Enough words, lady. Show us again. I know. <laughs> I'm like, we don't know what she looks like from the neck down. No one cares. <laughs> um, so good. But that uh, that that um, ballet scene was pretty pretty awesome. I loved it. With um, where she's dancing around and it's all instrumental and she's. Got a couple of costume changes in it, which are pretty dope. Yeah. I mean, when she's... They were pretty awesome. I mean, when she's... Where she's the, like, she's like the domestic goddess. Then yes. she's like the high society lady. Then she's the ballerina painting things. Yes. And then she's the cheerleader with the cute little pleated shorts. And oh my God, that whole, just, that whole cheerleader bit, though, when she's doing the sports gosh. team with all those like... It is so physical. Yeah, but I mean, some of the guys in that, though, were like, hey, girl. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling some things. <laughs> I noticed that in this movie. Yeah. I was like, my gosh, all the people dancing with Gene Kelly, that, I know. You know, like, they all have his butt. I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> you know? Except Frank Me, Sinatra. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. They, they had to pat his butt in this movie. And give him hair. They had to give him hair and ass. Oh, my Stop God. making fun of I... old blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but... Yeah. That's what he looked like, old and blue eyes. <laughs> it's just crazy because he was totally like the Justin Bieber of his, uh, oh, of his time. yeah, like, he was huge. And, you know, there's all those stories we were reading about, like, how it was, you know, they wanted to film this in New York, but it was just so hard because, like, he was stalked everywhere. Mm-hmm. So they would have to, like, film and run and film and run. Yeah. They filmed most of it from, like, the back of the station wagon. Yeah, the back know? of the station wagon. Just yeah, to, apparently. You know, like, oh, what, to get the sweeping shots? Like, no, 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 to get away from those women chasing <laughs> all the lies. Apparently, you can see when they at the end of New York, New York, they're doing they're down in the the ice skating rink of Rockefeller mm-hmm. Center, and you can see people above, and they're just staring. They're just stopping and staring and looking down at what they're doing <laughs> because they they couldn't they couldn't close the entire area for the so it's literally yeah. just all the girls just wanting to see what what Frank was doing. They're and all screaming like, and clutching their hair I'm and sure. showing their boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Gross! That's grandma. <laughs> 
Maggie Pretty Stuff. Uh. Well, you know, if it was in New Orleans, they'd get beads. <laughs> I don't think they'd clutch their hair, though. That quaff. That's well, like if it was together. like 10, 15 years later, if it was the Beatles, they'd yeah. be like all freaking out. Or like Elvis, you know? They'd all freak out and scream and lose their minds. Um, basically the same thing, though, because he was a big deal. Um, and so um, so the guys actually, end up after the um, the ballet scene is over with, they all get off the subway and run smack into Miss Turnstiles. What do you know? Because New York is, I mean, it's only so big. So you're going to end up running into (laughs) celebrities all the time. And um, she's shooting a promo shoot. you have plenty of stories. Just right and left. Uh, (laughs) Did I? Trying to think, no. I did see celebrities all the time. It was funny. No, but you guys, you were really good at like. I remember like you, oh, you, yeah. you and Ryan would be like, "Tell me what the blind item means," <laughs> <laughs> and you would just be like, "Well, that's this person and this person." But that was Ryan. He was oh. Ryan was really good with that. He'd also be really good at spotting people. We'd walk down the street. It was like Zachary yes. Quinto. And then the other day, one time it was like Heather Graham standing next to you. And I was like, what? I was like, I don't recognize her at all. Yeah, he had an eagle eye for that. Yeah. And he did speak fluent blind items. <laughs> very oh. yeah. Um, like, oh. yeah, so like we're, um, so like I was singing. Farce. <laughs> <It's okay>. um, Farce? <laughs> sorry. Oh, <no>. Sorry. <laughs> so we, <laughs> where was I? <laughs> oh right so they're shooting oh, the phone photo shoot style. right yeah so they're doing that photo shoot and Gabe <laughs> took some pics a picture with him because they're like oh it's perfect we already got a we got a sailor it's gonna be great um so they uh take a picture together and then she just like beats feet and jumps on a train and he's like oh but I love you and then, <laughs> and then he's he, like sailors are awesome bye <laughs> pretty much <laughs> and then so they basically run upstairs to try and catch a cab to try and catch her uh, you know to get her at the next stop which I'm just like, I don't understand how that happened, how they would ever think that that is possible. It's like, hey, let's just. As an actual person who lived in New York City, you find this infuriating. I mean, it's like you're going to get into a cab, drive 10 blocks, and try to beat the train in the next station. I'm like, I don't think you realize how subways work. But, <laughs> or cars. Yeah. I'm like, you or realize. Traffic. Yes. Um, but that's where they meet Hildy, Brunhilde Esterhazy, played by Betty Garrett, yes. who is. A national treasure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, agreed, agreed. I hope that her skeleton amazing. is preserved at the uh, Smithsonian because she's amazing. Yeah, um, she's amazing. And, and uh, her basically her um, entire goal in life is to get some of that chip dick. She's just like, hello, and you get in the front seat. She's like, you get in the front seat and you sit on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they race off to the next stop and they can't find her. And then, um, then they just like, they real, then they decide to take the, take clues from the poster and then try and find her. So they're going to go right. to all the, so they go to all the museums. So Hildy drives them up to the um, museum of natural history because she's still trying to get that chip deck. She wants yeah. that chip. <laughs> yep. And this, this will be an ongoing theme. Yes. <laughs> You know what I love about this movie is is that the ladies are horny too. Oh yeah, no, no totally. I mean, oh ladies of New York yeah. are all down. I mean, right. with yeah, the clown. <laughs> <laughs> they are they're DTF as you were wont to say. Right. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. Yes. Um, but uh, what <laughs> they're I they're like well, you were saying earlier. You're like New York, New York. Where's the horse? <laughs> where's the horse? <laughs> and Miller's like, oh boy, <laughs> did somebody say? 
Hey, huh? <laughs> Hi, three sailors. You could be any three sailors. It wouldn't matter to me. <laughs> yes, have one. <laughs> I mean, it's basically what Fleet Week is like, let's be honest. <laughs> it's pretty amazing um but that's what i I do love about this movie it's not just like horny guys chasing after dudes it's horny chicks chasing after horny dudes but yeah (laughs) it's kind of great like in the like in one of the songs you know like when they're talking about like being you know going on the town they see three smart women you know like and it's just really great like they're definitely you get the idea that they're independent ladies sort of in charge of their own lives except this ivy who's sort of getting pimped out yeah, by she, her weird yeah. dance instructor but that's she's all got a, bit, a bit of a and she's got a job and yeah. that's okay yeah, yeah. right well yeah, she's got a bit of a stick up her butt though she's like oh i can't she's not well, as she's not as well, horny as the uh, yeah, well i guess so yeah <laughs> she's, she, she's busy she's got three jobs yeah she's not yeah. as she's not as uh as horny as the other ladies which i'm just like come on you know you got to get yours too so yeah I mean, we all got to get ours. Um, anyway. <laughs> well, maybe she's hungry. <laughs> she, well, it's Vera Allen. She's hungry. We've established that. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, but they uh, they end up wandering through the Natural History Museum, right? And then... Mm. Uh, um, and that's where they run into Claire Huddleston, played by Ann Miller. Yeehaw. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Miniature yeehaw. <laughs> and uh, and then um, uh, she falls for Ozzy because he looks just like like exactly like this like caveman that's standing next to him. And um, that's when the group performs this um, number called Prehistoric Man, or as I like to call it, Miller Time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because it's all, all about Ann Miller in this. So good. Ann Miller. It's all about her sassy portrait neck dress. With the oh contrast lining and her the little buttons down the front that slowly open up throughout the entire number to reveal matching panties, <laughs> and she tap dances away. Oh my god! Away. Her tap dancing, like okay, her tap dancing is uh, top notch. Like it's is amazing. Um, top notch. This movie is. I mean, she really delivers on the tap dancing. It's like prow 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 prow. Like she's like. It, it's amazing. It's really amazing. And I, I personally, I'm a huge fan of the Ann Miller costume formula, mm-hmm. which usually involves some sort of a portrait neck dress Absolutely. that um, has a, either removable bottoms or or, or like a, a slit that goes all the way up to the yep. waist so that she can lift it up and show her legs. And usually there's like matching underwear and she can just tap dance up mm-hmm. a storm and spin like crazy. In fact, there was a, a, a little, a, actually a major a wardrobe malfunction of sorts when they were even filming this because while oh. they were doing the prehistoric man, um, she was actually doing her spins and that whole giant brontosaurus is all basically like a marionette. It's all being hung up with strings and it was all carefully placed so that it could be, could fall down. Oh, really? And when she was spinning and doing her number, the skirt actually touched the edge of one of the legs and the whole thing came down and like ruined the number and they had to, they spent hours putting it back together so she could do it all over again. (laughs) She's like, like, whoopsies. Little set guys from MGM were like, I hate you. (laughs) No lunch for us? Thanks, Miller. I loved. I absolutely I hate l- Miller time. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, sorry, boy. Here's the gap. <laughs> tappa tappa tappa. She like runs away. 
<laughs> oh my god. Number two, she just finds like random artifacts, and she's like, "I'll dance around this too." <laughs> <laughs> So like, good. Oh my god. What was my favorite was my favorite line from that is bear skin, bear skin. He was nothing but bear skin. I really like bear skin. I'm like I you. I really like bear skin. I'm like you are a horny, horny, horny broad, and I love it. I know, she's great. I'm she's like, awesome. I'm just like, no, I feel you, honey. I love I love cavemen looking dudes too. I get it. It makes total sense. <laughs> And and I think that we just have to focus for a second because, you know, you and me, being that we have our careers based around this, the fact that she does not know how to use a tape measure <laughs> at all is Ar- distracting. Arbitrarily like, measuring. You start in the middle with a tape measure. <laughs> <laughs> She's arbitrarily okay. measuring no I nothing. Know. And you're like She's just holding it up. Hmm, is this where shoulders are? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Look at me. <laughs> she like measured his head, the circumference of his head, but, but why? She started in the middle of the tape measure. I too. know. She like wrapped it around it like a ribbon. And I'm like, no, I just, you know what, lady? That's not how it works. Yeah, yeah. and you need this because. <laughs> you never had to talk to him. talking about it. his hydrocephalic head. Or <laughs> like, I really, mm, I really like. She's like, she's saying if she, she studied is, the guys, yeah, she studied the guys, then she wouldn't be yeah. as yeah like, into them. She's like, I'm really into the fact, yeah, I'm into the fact that you're minutes away from brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> I like them big and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but i loved her dress it was i love that like plaid Lovely. contrast was the lining oh, yeah. of the skirt plaid too i can't remember yes, yes. yes. the lining uh, was, was plaid of course and, um, it and was the plaid around the portrait <sighs> and and then that gorgeous mm, like the hat that hat was the, the business oh my god and yeah and i love how like the black and white plaid really kind of almost like tied her back to the sailors when she was dancing oh, yeah because it was that like pop of the white and everything i mean and oh and then she's when she's sitting in that little chair and lifts her skirts up and does oh my wait but when they do that random (laughs) when they do that random like cutaway like the music stops and then it's just her dancing and like kicking the drums i laughed so hard like a (laughs) maniac (laughs) like apparently i have this uncontrollable laugh where i'm like Like, (laughs) that was the laugh that i did when they cut to her like just like playing the weird flutes and like kicking the things it's got that clueless look on her face it's so so good i mean hilarious she like hit the last drum with her butt and then she's like so good she's like i just it's so funny because i feel like ann miller's one of those people that like even if you talk to anyone who knows anything about old movies like people are like who or what and i'm just like oh she is uh, a treasure ann she's miller an absolute is treasure so she's great. so funny she can she's sing so she good. can dance she's adorable and she's really good at playing a bitch too. she's really yeah. good at playing a bitch oh, oh yeah she was good at Easter Parade. Parade. Yeah. I'm, I mean this movie or this number does not really move the needle forward at all in like you know race relations or you know no, the, he drags the, her around by her hair drags her by her hair yeah the misogyny <laughs> in this number is a little bit palpable but it's hilariously good tongue in cheek yes tongue in cheek it's just like it was a different time you guys it was a different yeah. time um <clears throat> yeah so and so they the whole number it's uh, really really funny i mean like betty garrett gets involved like they all <laughs> get involved and it's just like and then in the end they end up knocking over the giant brontosaurus um statue or um uh fossil 
Oh my gosh, not fossil. What is it called when it's a, a skeleton? Yeah, like a, a skeleton. Skele- oh, yeah. I thought it. Yeah, dinosaur. Never mind. Yes, dinosaur skeleton. And no one expects you to be Ross Geller. <laughs> I. It might have been a stegosaurus. I don't know now. That it, was it, it was a brontosaurus. It was a brontosaurus. Brontosaurus. <laughs> Rex. Skeleton. Brontosaurus Rex. <laughs> no, that's all the tiny arms. That's Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> Please don't look at me. You're the one that had the Transformers, okay? (laughs) Those were Dinobots? Yeah. And yes, they did help me learn my dinosaurs. (laughs) Wait, you had the Bobo. You had the Bobo Transformers, the Dinobots? I did. Bobo, excuse me. That's how I learned about dinosaurs and computers (laughs) at the same time. And I used them for uh, my diorama, and I failed. I failed. Yeah, she used a bird. It was like a shoebox. It was a bird. Dinosaur diorama was... Dinobots. <laughs> Robot it's dinosaurs. Like, it's like, it's like, great. It's like yeah. quality. I, I really like it. It's not going to be creative. I think it's very dystopic. And right. Really, well, <laughs> it, was, it was there. I did it. Well, I mean, yeah. You should at least get an A for effort. I taped them down. <laughs> Different times. Yeah. <laughs> the struggle is real. Why <laughs> not? <laughs> I mean, there are no robot dinosaurs in this movie, but. <laughs> well. No, I did look, but no. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, hijinks continue around New York City for our um, couples, sort of. <laughs> well, because they, um, Hildy and Chip leave. They go up out in the cab, right? After, oh, right, after, yeah. After the dinosaur thing, like, <clears throat> the couples all kind of break up. Yeah. And, um, and then, like, uh, Gaby goes off to go find... Um, to find his turnstiles. Right. So Hildy, basically, so Hildy and Chip pair off, and then Claire um, and Ozzy pair off. And mm-hmm. it's, I, I mean, I wonder how they figured out those pairs. It makes, it's such arbitrary pairs for oh, Gaby. <laughs> it's all out to do with height. <laughs> I mean, Ann Miller was the only one who was allowed to wear the barest mm. amount of heel, and that's probably because she required them because of her tap dance. Yeah, and Jules Munson was probably like 5'8". Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I, I mean, the, t- the towering five eight. <laughs> so I, I mean, I thought it was pretty hilarious that they that the ladies ended up with the guys that they wanted. It makes it's so it's it's just like kismet the way things happen like that. Um, yeah. And then they all basically make that plan to meet at the Empire State Building at eight p.m. because Gaby's just like, oh, I see what's happening. I know what's up. Y'all are trying to get your, your dicks wet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so, you go ahead and whack it off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you at eight. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Hildy and Chip take off in a cab, and then they um, they perform the duet, Come Up to My Place, which is the song where Hildy wants Chip to put it in her. And Chip... <laughs> <laughs> Chip is more... <laughs> well, it's not... A, it's more... It's it's like the opposite version of... Uh, the opposite version of uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. It's more like, put it in me now. Put it in me <laughs> put now. It in me. <laughs> Put it in me now. Um, anyway, so Chip is, uh, he's more interested in seeing sites listed in his outdated um, uh, visitor's guide, which is pretty funny because they do this yeah. whole thing where he wants to see shit that's already been torn down, which was yeah. really obnoxious because I'm like, dude, she clearly, I'm like, aren't you a sailor? Like, just <laughs> do your job and put it in her. <laughs> what is the government paying you for? Um, and then of course she wins the argument and then they go to her apartment and, um, that's when they get, um, things get, things get interrupted by the, her roommate, Lucy, Lucy Schmeler, who, Lucy Schmeler. 
who is a scream yeah. sneezer. <laughs> oh God! Yes, and we all do not want scream sneezers in our life. And Good she's, Lord, she's one of them. Um, so she's yeah. totally got like, and I guess apparently. Um, so she is Alice Pierce is from the original Broadway cast. Yep. She's the only one from the original cast um, that that actually performed this like on stage. Yes, she was. Um, also, Mrs. Kravitz from yeah. Bewitched. So Gene Kelly, <laughs> yeah. Gene, no Ke- yeah, Gene Kelly actually um, was the one who supposedly was the one who made sure that she he wanted her in the cast of the movie. So that's why they brought her on. Um, and uh, yes, she was in Bewitched, and. Um, I found out that there's kind of a bit of a bummer fact about Alice Pierce, which I did not know this. She was diagnosed with cancer before the filming of Bewitched even began. And she what? was only on, she was only on the show for two seasons. And then she oh. died in the, before the end of the second season in 1966. I mean, how crazy no is that? And I she's like, two different Mrs. Kravitz, but I didn't, oh, I didn't know that. I always two, assumed it was, was one. Like first one but I didn't know why. Oh uh, yeah. It's a major she's so bummer. funny. She I'm was so hilarious. glad she's in this movie. Yes. Like she really makes this movie a lot. She was wonderful. Um, she's a character. She's like, quintessential character. Yeah, and she could keep up like dancing-wise with everyone yeah. and Gene Kelly and it was great. Super funny. Yeah. They were really good together. There are little scenes that they had and, um, well, like toward the end of the movie and everything. Like, right. I thought the, it was really great. But yeah, that was, it's so funny. Like, she's like, I forgot my gargle. She's like walking back and forth and she's just disgusting. She's like making all the disgusting like cold sounds. I know. Bless her heart. She's the chinless. (laughs) Oh no. She's no chin. She's got got a bad cold. I mean, she works it though. I mean, she does work it though. It's like she knows, she knows that she's so weird looking and then just like plays it off even more. And it's just, she's like, she's so funny. She's like the Heather Mazzarello from, uh, from welcome to the dollhouse, but of the 1940s. I love it. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. She's like, she's like, I got a face for radio and I'm going into movies. (laughs) (laughs) But it was great. Cause then like, like the Betty's or Hildy eventually gets rid of her, um, like, you know, kind of like strong arms her out of the apartment mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. that she can have alone time with Frank Sinatra. And then, um, and then after that, I think that's when they, don't they kind of cut to, um, to Gaby? Like, yeah. And he, he's sort of looking from his turnstiles and he's at the, um, oh gosh, what's that place called? Nice. Um, Oh, the Symphonic Hall. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out I, in front of me. I don't read notes, but I will point them out to you. Don't pretend you can read. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, yeah, Symphonic Hall. So Gaby ends up at the Symphonic Hall and stumbles upon Ivy Smith taking ballet lessons from a duplicitous teacher who is forcing her to be a cooch dancer to pay for her lessons. And if she refuses to cooch dance, she will reveal this fact to her parents back home. The teacher steps out for more, uh, for more some (laughs) hooch. And that was was a typo. (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was good. It was good though. (laughs) Steps out for more hooch. Gaby barges in and tries to back on Ivy. At first, she's not into it, but then they get to talking about his hometown and they perform Main Street. It becomes obvious that they are from the same hometown, even though Ivy is putting on airs that she is a native New York glamour girl. Ivy agrees to meet Gaby at the Empire State Building at 8 p.m. 
Yeah, so that was that whole scene that she's all, they go back and forth about, like, he's, like, talking about his hometown and stuff to try and win her over because she's not having it and all that. But she looks yeah. really cute when she changes behind the screen, which I was like, wait a second, you just met this guy, and now you're going to go behind <laughs> yeah, a right? screen, get straight up naked in I front know. of a man she, you do not like, know. What was it like? A leotard. Because she was wearing a leotard and black, like black tights, and mm. like all of those things were not on when she came back out again. And she took them off in like two seconds. Yeah, like, go girl. Yeah, yeah okay. but I'm just like snap crotch. I mean, maybe, I don't maybe, know. maybe, but I'm just my thing is is like, why are you getting naked in front of a strange man who you're clearly not into? With literally yeah. just a screen, and fr- I'm like, safety first, ladies. Like, just, just go to, just. That's because she's a glamorous New York lady. <laughs> she's like, I'm just gonna get naked right here because that's. Like- I know, and he kind of like turned away and then kind of like looked back, like he's he's gonna he's gonna explain something to her, and I was like, no, don't peek. <laughs> Be a gentleman. Yeah. But she's wearing, then she comes out wearing that amazing dress with like the pleated, like the yeah. crystal pleated skirt. And it's like the beautiful puff sleeves and like the big sleeves and stuff. It's really cute. And that's what it they, is really cute. When they do pads. Main Street. And oh, yeah, she's padded. It's very sculpted shoulder pads, yeah. which yeah. just makes her waist look even tinier. Yeah. She had like her hand was held up, like, you know, right next to her waist. And I was like, oh, goodness. Yeah. Her hand is like almost as big as the width of her waist. I was like, mm. yeah, she's very, very slender in the Tell me you're general. <laughs> but I think it's also the big shoulder pads and the fact yeah. that she's, she's, um, I mean, it's not, she's really not that petite or short cause they have her in flats dancing with Gene Kelly, who is not the tallest man in the world, but well, I think he's like five, six like, or something. Yeah, then she, but I, and I know when he dances, he sort of hunches a little bit. Mm-hmm. So there's probably losing a little height, but there never once she's always in flat. I yeah. read that she was five four, so he that's a two inch difference. But he is he does squats so much. Yeah, I think dances. with that sort of yeah. squat style of dancing, and then you know hair like you know her hair is a little higher or whatever. But yeah, she's like in flats the whole time, but which little... is you know. But yeah, I guess standing next, yeah, she just looks. I'm she's, sorry. I know I said this in white. She's distractingly thin. And yeah. I know she's a dancer and she's just really slim, but I'm just like, you're so slim. I know. So skinny. So skinny. Yeah, her this, lines are so pretty, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't know uh, if yeah. it's because she's thin, but maybe. Yeah, this outfit, they though, it, there's something about it that makes her torso look crazy long, too. It's really almost long. like upsettingly yeah. long. I think it's just the piecing and like the color blocking and like, and then also like the long pleats. Like there's so many tricks that they're doing that just really are very, very theatrical. Mm -hmm. Like her, it's straight up like something that you would see on stage, like a stage costume. Right. But yeah. And uh, then he convinces her to meet with him and um, after the little dance around and then that's when the lady, you know, he leaves and then the lady's like, uh, 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 you have to cooch dance for me or I will send this letter to your parents. Well, not for her. You got to cooch. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean she's well, going to make the money. You know? Yeah, that's right. She's yeah. pimping her out, definitely. <laughs> you all cooch dance. You all cooch dance now. You do the cooch dance of us laughing just long periods of silence I mean, do we really break down the cooch dance can we talk about that a little what it's like the, it's like a i guess they mean it's, like a hoochie coochie i dancer. guess yeah i think it's a hoochie coochie situation it's like basically it's like it's core it's not yeah it's a it's just basically this they just go out there with crotchless panties and be like here you go guys 
Yeah, because I was like, I'm watching it. I'm like, I know I'm watching the PG, you know, the, version of a coach dance. You're like, super clear. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it didn't really, I'm imagining that the, because the, of course she was a dancer at Coney Island, so it was probably somewhat family friendly, but it was probably, I mean, it was all men in the in the cooch tent as right, it were like, like hooters is family friendly, yeah right? i think yeah. it's like ba- yeah let's <laughs> yeah let's just <laughs> yeah it's sort of like <laughs> i imagine <laughs> it's yeah i imagine it's sort of like that sort of thing where it's like a hooter style where it's like they're covered up but it's still you know there's right. some leering going on <laughs> right you know okay so not much else. Probably just as no. disgruntled as a Hooters waitress. <laughs> like, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> well, so then after that, we it cuts to the Empire State Building because uh, I think uh, Hildy and um, Frank Sinatra, uh, Chip, sorry, Hildy and Chip are already up there. Yep. And um, and he's more interested in seeing points of interest um, instead of like you know hanging out with Hildy and having date night. Yeah. And um, then they perform um, a song called "You're Awful," which is uh, what you wrote is basically the national nagging anthem. <laughs> <laughs> it really is though. Ozzy and Claire show up with Gaby not far behind. <laughs> they are happy to hear that Gaby found Ivy and she is on her way. But first, the Popo show up looking for Ozzy. <laughs> To thwart the fuzz, they hang Ozzy off the side of the building, where they ask if they've seen a lady cab driver. Hildy, in disguise, says, A lady cab driver? How revolting! I've never laughed so (laughs) (laughs) She didn't say that. (laughs) That wasn't my luck. Wow. It's gonna be two minutes of wheezing. <laughs> I'm crying. All right. <laughs> okay, everybody, back to one. <laughs> I've never had so hard in my life. Sorry. <laughs> I had to finish it. <laughs> oh, so, got tears coming down my face. Okay. All right. No, oh it's your God. turn, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. Yeah. So, like you were saying, Cadley. Um. So yeah, that scene when Hildy was like, "I've never yeah. like how revolt like a lady cab driver." Oh, oh my, my God. God. So hard though. Like whenever we watch it, <laughs> lady cab driver. A lady cab driver. driver. She's got her lip like curled up. And- <laughs> And she's wearing these giant, like, cheater glasses that Ann Miller gave her. And, oh, oh so God. funny. She's like, a lady cab driver? <laughs> How revolting. <laughs> and then the, the cops are like, oh, sorry, ma'am. Of yeah. course. She's so, like, clearly not realize. you. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then, uh, so, yeah, Abby, Abby shows up, and then the boys perform On the Town, um, which has this weird part about how they miss the ship. It's, like, two yeah. sh- two movie, two songs kind of, like, sh- slammed together. It's, like, the weirdest yeah. thing. Um, and I, I like, didn't understand. We miss Swab and the Deck. We but, miss Eat uh, the Chow. And then the yeah. girls are like, oh, no, look at this. Yeah. So unhappy. <laughs> it's really bizarre. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. No, I don't think. I think that was it. Yeah, that's the exact <laughs> lines written by Betty Comden was doo doo. 
Um, but the girls have on some really amazing evening wear, though, which is oh, really yes. nice. We love it. Oh, gosh, oh, I we love, love. Where do we start? Well, let's oh, start with Betty because, right. oh. like, that's she's the first person we see, and I always mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, she's she's wearing your outfit. I know. Well, I just think that. If the color yellow was a person, it would be Betty Garrett. I'm oh like, my yeah. oh my goodness, she is just, just so, so adorable in that she little is. jacket. Yeah, she's got this like, yeah, that gorgeous little bolero that's like this. It's not even like a lemon yellow. It's, it's like a it's citron or something. Citron, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's very and then like the, beautiful. Yeah. And then she's got like the, the really, like, it's like a fit and flare dress with the right. like flared skirt. And it's also got like black and white, but then with the citron stripe in there too. Oh. And you can see where it's like, uh, like the stripes get closer together at her waist. So it almost like gives the illusion of like just emphasizing her tiny, like her, t- how her waist yeah. gets tinier and then they flare out again. And she's got like a matching like citron petticoat. All of them have these gorgeous, like contrasting petticoats, Ugh, which is just, so good. My favorite I love thing it. In the whole it's perfect. <laughs> like, I just yeah. too. Well, we've talked about this on other episodes uh, about how, you know, I, I, you know, we, we do have a love of contrasting petticoats. <laughs> yes. So much twirling. So much and twirling. Just <laughs> keep, keep up the good work. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then especially, you know, or, or if you're, you know, it's, it's going to be Miller time and you're just going to hike those skirts up and show your gams and start tap dancing. Well, you got to like, do what you got to do. Yeah. Hello, yeah. boys. Contrasting petticoat for you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I learned this one from uh, Betty Comden. Do do do. But yeah, and then the other thing I love about Betty's um, outfit is she's—I love the butterflies. Oh yeah, she's got these like on one side brooches. she's got these cascading like butterfly brooches, and then on the opposite side she has one up in her hair, mm. and they are so cute and delightful and just total whimsy first. Love it. It's adorable because she looks very cute and sophisticated. Well, she looks sophisticated, but still looks, you know, cute and has that touch of whimsy, which is totally her personality. Oh, you yeah. know, you can see she's got very playful. sparkly blue eyes. Yeah, very playful, playful hair, everything. And um, also in flats. Yes. <laughs> right. Sensible. All ladies in flats. Yeah. Well, can you guys get Frank up Sinatra. against Frank Sinatra? Yeah. 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 Right. So she didn't have to hunch over. <laughs> Hey, hey, that posture you took in prehistoric man, just keep it through the whole thing. Oh my God. Feel like a big I will not I, I will not allow all this bad talk about all blue eyes. <laughs> talk about his wig later. <laughs> all right. Or butt pads? No. <laughs> Right. Talk about that <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Ann Miller has on that amazing like fuchsia gown with the black like lace yes. bits that um, of cascading down her. On her. Uh, so and, amazing. And like you were talking about how how, how gorgeous her gloves are. I like just, her gloves match back. Like oh, they have yeah. like the matching applique. I'm just a like, huge um, glove fan, and I just yeah. she's like talking and using her hands with the little three quarter length sleeve gloves. I know. Crunchy. I'm like, I, oh yeah. And all yeah. The, all the ladies actually, all three of them have really cute like short black gloves. Mm-hmm. on and um no hats because you know they're going out for the evening and at some point they wear the sailors hats they're doing their little on the town dance number which is super cute super <laughs> cute and uh but yeah and miller's dress is gorgeous yeah this it's, actually it's like oh were we gonna talk about it uh, no well this gown actually is also in remember i talked about the collection of that um australian co- um, costume designer uh, yes. Nicholas Inglis, he also has this gown as well. This oh is in his collection. Amazing. So follow yeah, him on Instagram. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to find some closer pictures of that dress online. They must be from his collection. Right, just yeah. where you can really see the embroidery and the applique work. 
And um, and I just love how it's like she's got like the black appliques on the on the fuchsia dress. Yeah. And then she's got black gloves with fuchsia appliques and like on her like on the gloves like reverse back to it. And, so cool. Um. Yeah. And and then she's got like you know much like her green dress, it's like split up the front, and then she's got like the black petticoat underneath. And um, where she can do a lot of a lot of twirling, a lot of yeah. work. Yeah, it was so co- clever how they did that because all of the women's dresses were um, cut where they're doing. I mean, they were doing full on high kicks in this dress. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and they're all wearing like these very fit. Like if I notice, even when they're walking, all of their dresses hit at the same part of their leg. They mm-hmm. all are like mid calf. Like they're all leg. like flare. Yeah. yeah, like T leg exactly. And then and they're all like fitted with the flared skirt. So there's like tons of mobility for them to just get super dancey. Yeah. And um and then um yeah then then Ivy when she finally comes in like she I like her the cut of her jacket is actually very similar to the little coral number that she had on earlier. Yeah. Where it's like it's it's like um it has little pointed almost like a pointed peplum or something like a pointed V waist but just again makes their waist look even tinier yeah and um it's they almost, all have very cute jaunty hair yeah it's like she's wearing like a suit jacket that's like super super fitted but it's like a it's yeah. clearly like part of a one-piece dress and stuff so but yeah. I, I don't know it, feels, it really feels in, like it's coming out of the 40s going into the 50s yes yeah. Yeah. all of all of those look super transitional like you can mm-hmm. tell it's like like that whole dior look has just hit yeah. like is, is just getting up there because you have like a lot of that, like the flared skirts, but then there's still like the strong shoulder, yeah. like that 40 shoulder, but then that 50 skirt, like everything's sort of transitioning and, and you really see it beautifully. And even the hats too, like Ann Miller's got that gorgeous, like brimmed hat that's so 40s, you know, yeah. like when you first see her. And, uh, and then I love, actually, you know, I, I really love her hair too. When she's, when they have her in the evening dress, she almost has, I was like, are those pigtails? But it's not, she's got like, almost like a little, it's almost like a fascinator or something on the back of her head, but it's got fuchsia ribbons that are coming out of each side. And it almost gives this look like her hair is tied in like little pigtails. Oh, yeah. But it's again very super cute and like jaunty and She's so adorable. Like very happy. Yeah, and everything looks so do. adorable. I even love that you pulled there's a uh, there's a promotional photo of her like in that costume as a black and white photo and yes. she like is hiking up the skirt. I'm like, "Honey, well you didn't hike up the skirt in the movie like that." <laughs> she just like, "Hey boys, you want to see my thighs?" Because that's, that's Miller time. Yep. That's how she does yeah. all her dresses. So She's good. Like, oh no, wait. I know how you want this. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you just want the skirt over my head? Cool. (laughs) She's like, have you seen my legs? (laughs) And now for a roundhouse kick. (laughs) Oh my God. She literally, like, I love, like, seriously though, sidebar, Molly Shannon has leg up. up. Like, I mean, like, the one, I mean, (laughs) Sherry O'Terry as Debbie Reynolds wasn't that good, but. Molly Shannon as Ann Miller leg up was like she could oh, I just wish they did perfect. like a whole I wish she did a one woman show <laughs> I, I of really leg wish, up. I know Molly Shannon if she so wants good. Molly Shannon if you are listening out there and you would like no. to revive your Ann Miller and do a one woman show we will be there. A one woman we show of leg up. On. Uh, oh my god, it would be so good. Oh, and dresses I, with 150 covered buttons. Yes. Oh my god, open, yes. open to the knee Just, and then open to our crotch. Right. No, yes. it would be great because like maybe we'd yeah like 
every outfit needs to be where the bottom comes off. And then it, just, <laughs> and it reveals just legs with black tights and black tap Nothing shoes. Nothing better than a tearaway <laughs> skirt. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so they're, then after they sing that really weird song on the town, they end up um, hightailing it to some nightclubs. They go t- to uh, yeah. Club Samba Cabana. Uh, Club Dixieland and the Shanghai, and the, so the first stop is the Samba Cabana, and <laughs> which all of these clubs we would like to go. I to. Mean, I mean, we said it once; we'll say gorgeous. it before again. Like we, I want to go to there. It's <laughs> it looks so much yeah. fun. What's the song? It's like something and something and good night to you. We hope we loved our Samba Cabana <laughs> review. <laughs> And they do the same thing, like, in each club, just with a slightly different, like, you know, slightly different feel. And I think, didn't you mention that the, um, in the Dixieland ones, the dancers in the Dixieland um, club, they're wearing costumes that were recycled from the Harvey Girls? Um, I didn't say that, but I could say... I made that up then. You made that up. You're terrible. (laughs) I like to tell stories. (laughs) It's okay. Maybe. Well... Maybe I... Maybe I have you. I maybe you saw that at that blog where it was like the um, the recycled costume blog. Oh, maybe I did. Yes, it might have been that. Might have been that. We could be lying right now, but we could always follow up and tell you whether or not that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Point is, you'll just have to watch the movie and let us know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so yeah. So when they go to the um, when they go to the club, of course, Gaby is thinking that Miss Turnstiles is like a huge star, so he expects the red carpet treatment and um, the the whatchamacallit the uh, maitre d is like i don't know what is this how you say miss turnstile <laughs> and so claire and hildy are like palming some money to the other maitre d and then they get to yeah. you know make his to spare his feelings which was really cute claire's and, got money that just comes from places we don't really know well didn't <laughs> right. it wasn't her like didn't she say something about like her parents or something told her like find an interest or something or at the beginning wasn't there like a thing about that or am i making yeah. that up I think, but it was because she liked dudes so much. So yeah. Yeah. I think it was she was an infomaniac. Yeah, she yeah. became a tap dancing dancing well, anthropologist. Right. Yeah. Which so, I have always wanted to be a tap dancing anthropologist ever since I saw her. Like, it's <laughs> total sense. Hashtag life uh, goals. Right. I know. <laughs> She's everywhere. I know. There's women like that. Just just turn a corner. Like I I fully wanted to be a tap dancing anthropologist when I was a kid, and I don't understand why I couldn't have had both worlds. <laughs> you basically wanted to study Egyptology. And tap dance. You just, just dream <laughs> wear fabulous shoes. I want to be Ann Miller and Indiana Jones at the same time. <laughs> yes. I, I, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> it is so hard. No, that is true. You yeah. do Nancy Drew things, and they make me scared. So, like, come out of the tunnel. Come out of the tunnel. Yes, but I like to do it wearing fabulous clothes. Yes. I know. There's still time. There's still time. All right. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, so they go to the first bar, and then they go to the second bar club, and then they end up going to the third club, and that's when Ivy's like, oh, shit, girl, I got to go. I got to shake my cooch at Coney Island. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she leaves him a note and then she bounces and she, um, and then Gaby's all like me, my girlfriend's gone. And yeah, especially since he had like told a bunch of like guys yeah. from the ship, they were like, he's like, Hey, uh, 
I'm going out with Miss Turnstiles. She's right over here. <laughs> like, I know. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> anyway, just... I'm going to show you where she is right now. And then she's not there and like leaves a note. So they're like, hey, yeah, sure, buddy. Yeah, a real lady. huh?" <laughs> <laughs> and then they end up going to the Shanghai. And that's when, um, yeah. uh, that's when uh, Hildy's like, hey, you know, we should, we need to find him a lady to cheer him up. So she enlists Lucy Schmieler to yeah. her roommate to basically cheer him up, which, I mean, what guy doesn't love a scream, sneezing, no chin woman? To <laughs> <laughs> and the Schmeels was like, beats don't fail me now. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs> it was like, uh, yeah, she she's was... like, I came right over. Yeah. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so She should be here any minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's all embarrassed because the guys come over and it, yeah. <laughs> and then they, then those guys come over again and he's all oh, like, yeah. oh, oh no, this isn't her. Like all this. So they were like, okay, like super <laughs> okay, weird. Yeah. He's, he's hiding him for she's hiding Lucy and he's like burying Lucy in his chest where yeah. he can't breathe. I yeah. And he's like, no, 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 she's he's cool. like, I don't have a chin and I don't call. I can't breathe. Look, my septum's deviated. Like, oh, yeah, let's get a look at her. Let's get... Holy crap. Like, holy moly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, have fun with that. So, um... So then, <laughs> Gaby continues to be emo as fuck. Um... And they they do this. They want they need to cheer him up, so they perform this number called "You Can Count on Me." Um, oh yeah, <laughs> which is oh my god, that number! I don't. That's just some choice lyrics. Let's just okay. When we first watched this movie together, me and Kathleen watched this movie together the first time, and they did the line "You can milk me dry." I think I lost my mind where I was like, what? I Philip peed and not just a little. The fuck? Yeah, I straight up. I let waters Yeah, go. I stood up, pointed at the TV, screamed, and then just pissed. <laughs> my entire contents of my bladder. Was, and you were like, what, what, did, what did they say? What did they just say? Excuse and me? What did they say again and again? Yeah, like 14 <laughs> times. I was like, you guys... And- they're dancing and you heard it here, uh, folks. Uh, make sure you wear a diaper. Yes. <laughs> that I'm sorry. Most of this movie still holds up, but that line, that one verse, is like woof. Does that not hold to up. To me, is like straight up what they did in Hail Caesar. Is <clears throat> like like, and we were just talking like pretty much the the, the best and funniest part of that movie is when uh, Channing Tatum is doing this, <laughs> the whole sailor like yes. the sailor thing, and he's like picking up the dude and he's got his ass. In- Face. I mean, like, it's just, yeah, I could just watch that in two hours. That's, 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 that's you can milk me dry just for like 20 Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just comedy. I know, I could have just watched two hours of Channing Tatum and Channing Tatum and company I know, I just doing the same thing. I more of that in my life. Oh my God. That was hilarious. That was actually the reason why I watched that movie, and then I was like, oh. Yeah, that was a that was a whole nother that's a whole nother podcast it's a whole nother yeah. that's a whole nother <laughs> episode and a whole different series that'll be episode two of the stinker series <laughs> <laughs> oh we're terrible um 
Anyway, so yeah, that's they perform that number, which is weird and creepy. Um, and, <laughs> um, and then, oh yeah, then uh, the then Gaby's like, "Hey, let me walk Lucy home because she's the only one who has to be home at a reasonable hour." Yeah. <laughs> the other ladies are like, "Fine, I'll just stay out all night. It's cool. Just send that one home." Like, why? <laughs> it's, it's a it's little weird. All the athletes to go home <laughs> <Yes>. alone. <laughs> <laughs> and then um and then on the way home he um or on the way back he passes that poster for a day in new york which basically causes him to have a fever dream that turns into a, ba- a ballet which basically recaps the entire movie up until that point in yep. in, da- yeah. in dance it was, is and it's, yeah. it's very like that what i think of like the 1950s but it's got that kind of beatnik vibe to it also just very gene kelly like yes. if you've you know i don't know watch singing in the rain a few hundred times like i oh, yeah. <laughs> you can probably die, drink, draw some correlations with some of his other dance numbers mm-hmm. and things that he does he he loves yeah. it an expressive dance montage like the one he did with sid Charisse. yeah absolutely like, i just watched that uh what monday and uh, the yeah. same thing but that was when that modern dance was so popular in the so 50s. popular and he was really, like was he was rise. like the man for that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? this is very. So, I think. The, I think there's one. There's a long montage in American in Paris. There's a long montage in Sing, uh, Sing into the Rain. Oh there's God. a long montage yeah, in this movie. It's just yeah. there's. Oh, there's one in the Pirate too. Because there's this whole long yes. sequence of just Love him in. Oh, we'll be watching that. Oh, we'll be watching that. Girl, too. okay. Let's talk about him in those tiny little shorts. I'm like, let's talk about Gene Kelly's thighs. That that oh is. I know <laughs> his thighs in that dance sequence. I was like, uh, can we just have this dance sequence on a loop? Seamless loop. Yeah, seamless, seamless loop. loop. He's all oily. Oh yeah. And you know when he when he goes into this whole dream sequence with this movie, and they have like another two sailors, and they're kind of redoing the whole. Those sailors, those two dancers. I'm like, wait a minute. Are those just better looking versions of Jules Munchen and <laughs> Frank Sinatra? Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. They're At first, butts. yeah. When they they're matching butts. Like, yeah. Wait a minute. Those asses look amazing. Yes. <laughs> Clearly, they're not the same. People. When they first came on screen, I was like, oh wait, they got, they really taught those guys to dance. I was like, oh wait, no, they're not those guys, but they are super hot. Like they're. Uh, Frank Sinatra's um, double, like, oh, I know. Please. These are like curly hair, oh but, like hair, even like, the guy real who hair. Played, uh, Jules uh, Munchen's double. I'm like, Whoa. yeah, yeah. Oh they were they were goodness. three of the they were some three of the most good looking sailors I've ever seen, and I live near a naval base, so. <laughs> <laughs> So I've seen some sailors. <laughs> Philip knows sailors. Uh, I know sailors. We're and they don't look everyone. as good as these sailors. I'll just tell no, you that No, they do much. not. Our <laughs> armed forces, God rest, God love them. Like God, God you're doing, God rest their soul. <laughs> God bless them. They're doing the Lord's work, but yeah. they're, they're, there's a reason they're not in modeling. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, it happens. Um, anyhow. Uh, so yeah, that was fun to rewatch the movie and like a six minute dance sequence, which was cool. Cool. <laughs> um, and then they end up back at the bar and they run into Ivy's dance teacher and then they, they get it out of her that she's that, um, Ivy's down in Coney Island. She, um, you know, uh, bumping and grinding, doing her cooch <laughs> thing and cooching so, it, uh, it up. So they like haul ass, jump into the cab and then they end up doing an entire 
It's like chasing down down the length of Manhattan across the bridges into Brooklyn, down now, the entire this length can of happen, Brooklyn. Right? Like this is real. This is how this is how it happens. I think it's, I think you can. I mean, it was much faster. I mean, there was no traffic going north to south, which I found very interesting. And then across the bridge, <laughs> there was no traffic either, which I'm like, okay, cool. Like it's that sounds mythic. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they got in. They got to Coney Island in record time. I'm like you. I'm like good for you guys. Like that was some pretty pretty stellar driving. Um, then they end up at uh, Coney Island and they find uh, Miss Miss Turnstiles Ivy Smith cooching it up, and she of course is she naturally she's so ashamed of herself she can barely stand it. Which I didn't. And I was like, wait, you're fully clothed. You are fully clothed. <laughs> She's had layers on, many layers. Yes. I mean, her little, like, she was doing, like, a, like, House of Seven Veils or something thing, which was so cool. I love that. I love these, like, I love the 19, I love, uh, like, musical, like, old Hollywood versions of, like, the Middle East or the yes. or the the country <laughs> right. like the faraway lands and it's like they're yeah. all just like yeah. everything's like technicolor like it's so <laughs> yeah. good it's like it's clearly like not based in any reality but it's just so beautiful the way that they do it like it's so fun and like theatrical and yeah I love it um and then of course they're being pursued by uh shore patrol and the police and all this stuff so they end up having to escape and then they have to you know warner brothers bugs bunny style um dress and drag to try and escape <laughs> <laughs> and then the other Which girl works up too and again yeah. very quickly like yes. they get done like done head to toe like is wearing two tiaras, which I am not mad at. No. <laughs> she can get two tiaras on her head. That's it off the head. Yeah. I said this one too. I, it, I get two. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's all perfectly tailored, like quite as like how they're just how it happens to be their size in the back. I mean, I'm just kicking it, you yeah, know. You know. Oh, uh, so good. Full makeup, everything. They looked so good, though. They, they and did. then the boys, even when they dressed in drag, they had like these cool turbans on that were like clearly like fake. Like they, they it wasn't even turbans so much as it was like stuffed foam, like um, rings yeah. of foam, which is so interesting because that um, I totally see the reference to like thing because even like. Uh, that is it's so interesting because Bob Mackie does a put um my hero who every conversation that I ever have goes back to that subject. <laughs> so um he did he did turbans like that for a runway show. And yeah. then even Pete Menifee, who did Jubilee in Las Vegas, did turbans like that for that whole like uh Samson and Delilah thing. So this sort of like old Hollywood turban, which wasn't even a real turban so much as it was just like foam tubing wrapped in like lame yeah. and then stacked into like these wonderful cold oils i think that that i'm like i really want to do a turban like that. almost reminds me like the karnak from johnny Carson. <laughs> it is like, yes like, yeah it's like a mini version of yeah mini karnak, karnak. Yeah. <laughs> we're serving up some mini karmic <laughs> yes oh my god it was so good and i love that the cops of course didn't see didn't see anything suspicious about these like very manly looking women up there on stage dancing <laughs> oh, around those ladies that's so funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> Especially Jules Munch, and I'm like, God, she's just like oh, a rubber yeah. band man. He is rubber band. Great. <laughs> so good. Uh, He's like doing the Charleston and his pants fall down. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, and then of course they, uh, um, what call it? Um, so they get uh, they get arrested by there's like this whole chase sequence of car through the through the theater and stuff, and then they end up in the paddy wagon for the shore patrol. Which I was just thinking about this: is paddy wagon racist? 
Is that word, is that phrase racist? <laughs> I think I, it might be because, mm, like, Patty is, like, an Irish thing. And they used to be, like, it was, like, an Irish cop. Well, usually that was a reference to, like, a Patty was, was like, an Irish police uh-huh. or, like, Irish slang. Oh, I figured it would be to round up. I figured it would be round up. I don't know. Irish Are you going to try to Google that real quick? Yeah, I am. You don't Yay, have technology. to. You don't have to. I was just curious. I'm just, you know. There's so many phrases that are just like the etymology of these things. Anyway, I was just I know, I, I know. I, we, we've talked about this before. We're just like, why, you know, like, where does this come from? Or, yeah. you know, is this, is this racist? We've discussed <laughs> this, this before. We're like, racist much? I don't know. Is this, is this problematic at the very least? <laughs> or if anything, yeah, or, or it's like, is this cultural appropriation? Like, yeah. you know, it's, but there oh. was a lot of that. So well, somebody's actually named Patty Wagon. So, um, oh, I mean, that's just, wrong, Patty Wagon. You just found someone on Twitter <laughs> named at Patty Wagon. Also, <laughs> oh, Patty Wagon, W A G G I N, Patty Wagon. I put Wagon Tail. O N. I just, I guess it just went straight to <laughs> the adjective of. <laughs> there we go. I found it. Okay. No, I'm not going to go to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> God knows what I'm going to find. It's going to be definite. It's a wiener. Dick and balls. Wait, what? That's not what it Dick means at all. balls. Oh, my God. It's like an Urban Dictionary. <laughs> oh, my dear Lord. Well, yes, it is Patty, a uh, slang term for Irish person used in the English-speaking world. <laughs> yes, I know that. Uh, yeah so it probably is racist yep okay well let's just assume the paddy wagon is as racist as what everybody does on St. Patrick's Day so we'll just we'll take it we'll file that under (laughs) file that under do with what you will (laughs) um yeah, so uh, then, of course, Hildy and Claire um, and Ivy all plead the case that they boys need to be freed and that they're all, they, you know, it's like they just wanted to experience New York. You know, it's yeah. like they could have they could have been going to bars. They could have been doing things, but they went to Hildy museums. And, yeah. she, like, she, she's like preaching to the whole crowd yeah. about how great they are and how they just want to see New York and however, you know. Don't you want to get to have these boys have the great time in their life? Is she also saying that in like the Cooch Dancer outfit? Yeah, she did. She yeah, did in the Cooch so I feel like it has outfit. more yeah. impact. It does By uh, definitely when you're wearing less clothes. Yes. Wow. Well, I mean, of course. Helps. They're like great boobies, up lady. Here. <laughs> up here. Up <laughs> here. <laughs> My eyes are up here. Yeah. <laughs> what she said. Um, yeah, so apparently it works, and then the um, the popo agrees to let him go, and then they escort them to the ship, and then the ladies all say goodbye to them, and then they wave at them from the ship, and it's 6 a.m., and the, the construction worker from the beginning is coming back, and he's singing his little song, and then um, a 6 a.m. flashes up again, and another whole crop of sailors come running off the ship and, like, you know, to to go smash some poon. <laughs> And then the three gals just turn around and go to those three guys and go, hello, boys. <laughs> all right. We've been up all night. Those are done. Yeah. <laughs> Second verse, same as the first. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so that's the end. It's That's it. The wonderful movie. Yep. It was super fun to watch. Really, really fun. Very funny. Good, and yes. really holds up. Lots of ener- great energy. Hey, I was just going to say, that's one of the movies that was definitely on loop when we were kids. You know, oh, for sure. Seen in the Rain, too. But, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we used to watch this yeah. a lot. I mean, it's definitely in my Ann Miller collection of Ann Miller, Miller Time. I was going to say, this the is definitely my Gene Kelly collection. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cost of Gene Kelly. Yeah. Um, our house. Yeah. Our house. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I mean, I think I saw this. I had to have seen this movie on like cable or Disney Channel or something random. Like, it just, it was always, I feel like I've always seen this movie. I don't remember yeah. not ever knowing this movie. So it's just nice to like finally sit down and like dissect it for all the glamour that it delivers. So yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And talent. I mean, I mean gosh, Jesus the dancing. Christ. Like, the thing is, like, the more I watch, the more I'm just like Vera Ellen and her dancing. And I mean, and yeah. Ann Miller, obviously, but but just Vera Ellen is someone I think that as I've gotten older, I've really been able to appreciate just how her, you know, yes, she's very slim, but her <laughs> dancing is mesmerizing. Yeah. She's truly, she, a, yeah. she reminds me of like a real ballet dancer, like, yeah. like a real ballet, like I know there's this whole thing of like, you never see her decollete, which is actually not true because I noticed this at the one, end yeah. when she's in her couch dancer, you can see, and there's nothing wrong with her. There yeah. was this whole myth that like, oh, because she was so anorexic. This or that. Now, she does have what I would consider, like, and I've seen this on ballerinas before, where you can sort of see their chest bone a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, which probably would not have been considered very sexy in the 50s. I like, don't think have so that. either. I don't yeah. think And I think like it was just more about their ideal versus, like, today, which probably would look probably kind of sporty or, like, because when I look at her body, too, I'm like, I wonder if she were in modern clothes, she'd probably look really cut and very toned. Oh, She's very yeah. muscular. Probably, It just yeah. was such an un... It was it was such a unusual look, I think, for like, but that, but when you're a real like a ballerina, a real, are you study ballet hardcore? Like you get really sinewy, sinewy, yeah, and like very svelte like that. So, I mean, I'm not defending. I don't know, like, if she had one or any disorder or not, but I just, I also feel like people who are serious dancers, specifically ones who are in study ballet, and it's such a grueling type, like give them the benefit of the doubt as well. Cause it also is like, you're burning cat, like your metabolism and everything is running so high. She's so. doing those MGM movies. With that oh movie. my yeah. God. Like yeah. and some of the stories, and the hours, like oh. we, all of, all of us have read like those biographies or autobiographies. God, and you yeah. read about those hours that they, like Esther Williams, those hours oh. they put in. Oh my God. And, yeah. You know, and they it's do just two like, to three movies a year. I mean, get out of town. I mean, that's so yeah. much work. And 10 to 15 like hours a day. Constant. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and, they were put to and work. they're doing a lot of their own stunts. Yeah. yeah, they're doing a lot of their own everything. You and know, to think about it, too. Fittings, yeah. and, you know. I mean, these movies were in pr- production for a long time, and they had to do rehearsals and all of these things yes. to, like, to. so it's not just, like, it wouldn't be just, like, showing up to set and memorizing, like, three or four lines of dialogue just to get coverage. I mean, they're literally doing, like, having to do 10 15 minute dance sequences so i mean yes. it's it's a grueling work so i don't i don't blame her for being on the on the more thin side and sid Charisse too had a very like she had a very svelte frame and she didn't have oh, yeah. she wasn't very curvy either she was a very no, athletic she was, she was athletic yes. looking like she was yeah. very like she didn't have she, i mean if you look at her in singing in the rain she's got a thicker midsection and she's got very narrow hips and she's very but she can move that body like no other though i mean oh. she Oh, totally. Very muscly. Yeah. yeah. And I, isn't there like, um, I don't know where I remember reading this, but it was like Sid Charisse was Gene Kelly's favorite dance, yeah. dance partner. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that. So, um, which, I don't know. I mean, I think that, um, but yeah, but I think her and Vera Ellen, two very good examples of like women who were, they were actresses and they were performing, but they were dancers first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like for sure. And, um, and 
gloriously talented. I know. I mean, Citrice, mesmerizing to watch. Oh yeah, Citrice would also. I think she said something like, um, "Like my husband always knew when I was dancing with Jean because I'd come back like just black and blue, and if I was dancing yeah. with Fred Astaire, then." I was okay. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. unscathed, but there, I you know? and there are really, there are stories like that, like consistently of like other people working with like women working with Gene Kelly. And it was very stressful. It was yeah. very, like he was very, very demanding, but the results were, yeah, this movie is, you know, bananas. it's so beautiful. I love, I just love these movies. Like this one isn't as super duper glamorous as some of the movies that we've watched, but it just has some really great dancing in it. Some really wonderful, yeah. and it's a really fun story too. Like it's it really fun. fun. It's really it's fun, funny. well acted, and really yeah, yeah, it's very funny. And it doesn't have a whole lot of costume changes because I mean no, just well it's really twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. what yeah. I also like too is there's you know you nobody know? gets married at the end, yes. and which is always great. But also like it's three independent ladies. Like there aren't really any commitments made. They're very. I think for at the time for this movie and when it came out and even this musical alone, because it sounds like even it's even more like that in the musical, like the actual Broadway one where the, the women are even more forward, more independent. And they sort of had to tamp it down a little bit to make yeah. it more, you know, Hollywood. Hollywood the kind of Louis V. Mayer. That's exactly yeah. What yeah. Sanitize it for Louis V. Mayer standards because like, you, you know, originally in New York, New York, it was the hell of a town, but they yeah. changed it to exactly. a wonderful town. I didn't even know that till recently because I had never seen, I've only seen the movie. Yeah. So just little things like that, that they had to do to sanitize it. But I, I still think they were able to sort of squeak in a very clear message about those three ladies that they were three independent women who had their own personalities, their own jobs, and they were of their own free will going out with these guys and having a great time. Yeah, they're, and they totally I, yeah. like held together as friends. Yeah. They were like, "Hey, we're all in this together. Cool." Yeah. You know, it's funny too because there wasn't any sort of like thing <laughs> at the end where it was like, "Make sure you write me. Make sure you call." Right? No, there wasn't yeah. like that sort of like follow up. It was just sort yeah. of like it you. was yeah. like sphery. It was very much like it's all about the. It was very much like all about the now and all about just yeah. having fun now, sending them on their way, and then just like doing you know living. Living life, you know, that, yeah. that, it's interesting. Right. I think I thought that was really cool the way that yeah, they handled like that. Good people hooking up for 24 hours in this like magical moment, you know, yeah. of life and time. And it all took place in New York City, which is awesome. Yeah. I love like there are like I don't know, there's some sort of special magic about movies that sort of like the city itself is like the main character. Right. And I yeah. feel like on the town is like that. You yeah. know, it's, it's really the main character is New York city. Yeah. yeah. I've never you been know? to New York, but I love New York movies. I think that's the thing is there's a lot of, it's like, there's so many great movies where like New York is the main character. And it's like, you've never, you've, for some people, they, they may never get to go to New York in their life, but they know in their mind, like New York is magic yeah. and it is magic. It's a magical city, yeah. you know? So it's wonderful. Props to New York. Yeah. <laughs> Great job, New York. <laughs> we love you. Even though you're far, far away from us, you're in our hearts. <laughs> so was there anything else that we needed to cover in this movie? Any final thoughts? Any, you know, musings? I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I think that, um, well, this was the very first movie that we attempted to do um, for oh, our episode. Right. Yeah. And I think um, the the sound was just too poor that we, we oh, just weren't really comfortable with it. But terrible. I'm so, so happy that we revisited <laughs> it. It was pretty terrible. Yeah. But I'm, I'm really glad that we revisited it in this way because yes. um, where it's now it's going to be kicking off our summer series. And we're going to have um, other 
sailor, wonderful sailor related movies that yep. we're going to be reviewing and yep. talking about. And so, um, so yeah, so this yep. is great. I'm really glad we got to do this again. And bonus that my sister got to be part of the process because we both grew up watching this movie and it means a lot to us. So yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. I appreciate yeah, yeah. I hopefully there will be other episodes where you can join in. Yeah, I'm just gonna Sister have to buy time. this microphone. Yeah, I kind of want to take it with me though. Well, I know because once you, <laughs> you get a taste of the mic, well, are you gonna do your Catherine Hepburn a little bit? Oh no, I couldn't possibly do that. Well, we'd have to wait till a Catherine Hepburn movie. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, yes, please. Can, can we? Oh, yes, we do we'll, Alice Adams. Yeah, uh, we, we might. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah. like, uh, so like you were saying, Kathleen, this is the first episode of our Sexy Sailor Summer series. Which is basic. <laughs> so the next three months, which is six episodes, we're going to be doing all sailor and naval themed movies. Um, because, you know, what says summer more than sailors? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so strap yourselves in, put on a little dog bowl hat, <laughs> shine up, shine up the, the shine up the gangplank, and you know other <laughs> naval references. Swap the poop deck. Swap the poop deck. <laughs> we're coming. We're yeah. coming in. <laughs> yep. Anchors a whee. <laughs> So don um, your rhinestone encrusted sailor cap. <laughs> I have one of those. <laughs> I, I should I have worn it. What the fuck is oh, wrong with me? I know. Well, you know what? There's next time. There's always next time. Yes. Um. So yeah. So that's 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 this movie. Um. Uh. Monica, do you have any social media you want to promote, or do you want to stay anonymous? Not at all. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to let you guys promote. Whatever you do. Shameless okay. plug. La, 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 shameless shameless plug. plug. Was that written by Betty Condon? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I've already forgotten this song. Um, yeah. So like Monica said, you can hit us up on the social meds. Uh, we're at Old Hollywood Realness on Instagram, at OHR Podcast on Twitter. You hit us up on Facebook. It's just Old Hollywood Realness. You guys can email us. Um, old Hollywood realness at gmail.com. Check out our website because we're going to be posting photo montages of all the photos from the movie that we talked about. So there'll That's be right. plenty of recap photos. My contact is freaking out. I hate my life. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Just so uh, I know. I, <laughs> Yar. I do follow you guys on uh, Instagram and I love it because I have a lot of mom friends. So I have a lot of mundane stuff. I have to flip through like mom photos of my child look he's eating sushi and then i'll like flip through something and i'm like oh my gosh it's not it was it brightens my day yeah so that's what we try to do um and uh give us a good old review over on itunes we've got one review so far from this from this wonderful chick uh kitty cobain she's adorable i would do a lot of a lot of instagram chatting with her she's fun five stars Yep, yeah, for she's, you. She's I know people are actually listening. I know. Crazy. It's exciting. It's weird. So it's glad so that cool. you guys are liking what we're doing. It's, it's fun. It's like we're all part of a team. Um, yeah, so. Uh, I want to sing something. Right, <laughs> review. <laughs> um, you and, like Hollywood movies. <laughs> I like Hollywood movies. We like Hollywood movies, baby. What's happening That's right it. now? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think she tried to cue me in, but She's, I didn't. Has Kathleen me. been drinking? <laughs> Not at all. This is. I've been sweating through like a. Coors Light, but that doesn't I was, count. I was really hoping you were going to do like the Miller time, like, shh, it's Miller time. <laughs> I, 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 I wanted to open that beer. Creep, creep, creep. 
but I didn't want to be gauche. So. <laughs> oh, please be gauche. Well, next I time. We'll make, sure, we'll make sure it happens right. next time. Oh, <laughs> Miller time. Miller time. <laughs> There we go. She crazy. I know we should have got like a little, like a little maraca, like <laughs> next time. Yeah. Next All time. right. Well, um, uh, one last thing we got to give props to our buddy, Hal Lublin for, for giving yeah. us his vocal talents for the opening of the podcast. As always, can't forget him. He's a, always there in the beginning um and then Making like us look professional mm-hmm. and like we know what we're doing exactly every single time <laughs> and since it's now our new tradition i want to thank you for listening to ohr new york <laughs> <laughs>